3: Comes bob, bob, bobbing along, along. There'll be no more sobbing when he starts throbbing his own sweet song. Wake up, wake up, you sleepy head. Get up, get up, get out of bed. Cheer up, cheer up. The sun is red. Live, love, love and be happy. What if I be blue? Now I'm walking through fields of flowers. But still I listen for us When he starts rubbing his own sweet song I'm just a kid again Doing what I did again Singing a song When the red, red Robbie comes
4: Show from the addicts as Donny is swept aside at the Valley Jacksons winning start. Marches on. Welcome to Charlton Live. So, good evening and welcome to Charlton Live. I hope you guys are well. My name is uh, Louis Mendez, and on this week's show, we'll be looking back at yesterday's 4 0 thumping of Doncaster Rovers at the Valley. Uh, joining me uh, to do that, first up, Mr. Nathan Muller. Hey, doing, Nathan.
5: Living the dream, mate. Yeah. Good result, wasn't it? Oh, buzzing, on, mate. Man.
4: Buzzing, buzzing like a different team, literally, yeah. uh, in, in two weeks. And also joining us uh, to discuss that fine victory over Doncaster Rovers is Benji Cloak. Hey, doing, Ben. Good evening. Yeah, all good. Thank you, mate. Yeah, still buzzing from that that result yesterday. That four. I reckon you could get in the Doncaster side.
6: Oh yeah, I reckon maybe left back or something because. Uh I see him. he did give him a tour of time down that yeah. wing, so yeah, I reckon I could have done a bit better than him.
4: They were bad, we were good, that's all you need to know, but we will give you some more on this evening, it's probably going to hear the highlights shortly, uh, also going to hear what the uh, absolute legend that is Johnny Jackson uh, made of the game, we're going to hear from one of the goal scorers as well, Connor Washington, not about my nipples, but about, if, if anyone saw that tweet yesterday, he did mention them, but that, that doesn't make the cut, uh, we're also going to hear your views from the fans bar, uh, and we've got some reaction as well from Karen Hills, the uh, Charton women's team manager after today's 1-0 loss to Sunderland uh, at the Oakwood. We'll look ahead to Rotherham as well. Massive game coming up on Tuesday uh, if we get the chance to. So, But before we hit the highlights, Nathan, I mean, absolutely smashed them. And it could have been about 10.
5: Yeah, it could have been. To be, I think it was just a. It's one of those days where everything just goes to plan. Everyone had a good game. Hard to pick. For me, it was hard to pick a man in a match, but there's obviously a few standouts. But, yeah, it was... I dunno, just even walking down to the you know, down to the ground before the game, there was just I don't know, like a sense of optimism and I just sort of knew we was gonna win. It was just weird. But um yeah, atmosphere was great. Um, great performance, clean sheet again, backed up the win up at Sunderland and um played some good stuff at times as well. So, um yeah, pleasing day all round mate.
4: Yeah, I mean there will be sterner tests, Benji, but I mean, there's been probably teams who haven't been very good so far this season that have probably beaten us, or we've only just edged them out, like that crew game earlier on in the season. Um, You know, this did feel different. This did feel like the dominant side we'd expect to be against, uh, you know, teams of that ilk in League One.
6: Yeah, exactly that. There will be Sterling's test, but I think the main thing that Jacko is doing is just taking it game by game at the moment and focusing on our strengths and not worrying about their strengths as much and, and putting a team out there that gives it 100%, which you keep saying in interviews, and we're seeing that. We're seeing the the training on the pitch working well as well. The team seemed to know each other a lot more and playing really well. I mean, Elliot Lee, yes, his deliveries were, were brilliant and uh, obviously led to two goals. But, yeah, for me, it was just a complete performance. I thought there was times in the first half where... It was only it was 0-0 or 1-0 and, and they were ready to break away. But we were just winning the key battles in midfield, the 50-50s. And the whole team played their part. So, overall, yeah, great performance. And as Nate said, we are living a dream at the moment. We've got a, a club legend at the helm. Everyone wants him to do well. Um, but, yeah, it's just taking it game by game. Rotherham's going to be a, a real tough test. But um, I'm sure, again, we're a lot more confident going into this game, just like we was... Um, well, on the back of that Sunderland game We should be confident
4: Excellent stuff Right, let's have a listen then To the highlights of yesterday's 4-0 thrashing Of Doncaster Rovers Steve Brown uh, was alongside Greg Stubley and Terry Smith Can he get there? He's
1: gone down in the area Can he run through to Perrington? Can Perrington keep it in? He can Back to Lee Finish off Headed off the line I thought that was goal bound Cleared off the line From the Elliot Lee shot That's Lee over the ball In his free kick Yard inside from the touchline parallel to the edge of the area all into the box the dangerous Stockley can't flick it on but Lee it's gone straight in but is that a goal is it direct if it
7: is Charlton 1-0 up yeah, I don't think anyone touches that. It's a, a fantastic delivery. It's something we used to do. Curbs used to do those free kicks all the time on the training ground. Send it outside that far post, but making sure it's curling inside. If we get a touch, great. If we don't, there's always a chance it bounces. The keeper's anticipating a touch to make a save. He doesn't dive, and it just nestles in that far corner. And that's exactly what we've seen there. After criticising the delivery early, which was four, you can't get much better than that. That is a wicked delivery from Elliot Lee.
8: Long ball headed down towards Alex King. Gilby, who caught it really well. It yeah, probably I mean, was a little bit further out than what well, our angle suggested, but it was a hell of a strike. Yep, caught it. Back inside to Lee, has got two for company, and it's a heavy first touch, from Galbraith for the challenge, and luckily he takes a heavy touch, and Dobson's able to intercept, and that's a lovely ball to find Gilby. Can he skip past Anderson? Gilby has, he a penalty, he goes down. Referee gives a penalty. A chance of a glorious opportunity to make it to... Yeah, and it's one of those ones where I can see why the referee
7: gave himself a couple of seconds, because initially the challenge comes in, Gilby stays on his feet, then he stumbles and goes to ground, and you've got a decision as a referee, was the contact enough for the stumble and fall? And I think in this occasion, I'm going to see it through the rose-tinted glasses, that we all
8: should, that that is the right decision. Well, Connor Washington it is to take for Charlton. Referee blows his whistle, Washington steps up. Right-footed, and scores! Chol make it two, Washington makes it two, after 33 minutes. Yeah,
7: and he really took his time on that one, there was a little bit of a
8: stutter. Gianni, he's got an opportunity for Chol on his right-hand side. He's got two for company now, so he'll cut back to Gilby. Now to Dobson First time to Washington That's a lovely pass Washington in the pounds here Across towards Stockley To Perrington To Lee Can he score? No Somehow Both Ben Perrington And Elliot Lee Couldn't convert And Doncaster get away with it well, There is a half-time whistle After 45 minutes It's Shelton 2 Doncaster Neil Here at the back He goes back to Gunter With the cross So it comes off Bostock Can it come to Stockley? It's up in the end Cleared off the line I think Stockley got something on it in the end. Good header by Falmo. It rolls to Stockley, lays it off for Washington. Out to Lee. Lee with options in the Pounds here. Lee cuts inside. Finds Washington. He's got Gilby to his right. Comes to Gilby. Further right is Giasimi. Giasimi on his left foot. Will cross towards Stockley with the header. but it's Straight out Dahlberg. And he knows, he knows the headmaster should have made it through. Yeah, listen, Oluwu doesn't want to go near Jayasimi when he gets that 1v1. I'd keep giving him the ball in the finals. Yes, so. he's got in the box, lead to take, drills it. Spill by Dahlberg, comes off Stockley, and John have their third. The third they've been looking for. Jaden Stockley gets in on the act.
7: Yeah, and... and you know the... the, the same combination isn't it Stockley makes the run across his man does he just take the eye of the goalkeeper so he doesn't make a clean claim once he's spilled it out Stockley's in the right position I think it comes off his hip almost doesn't it or his thigh or something but he's so close to goal that it, it just needs a touch and we deservedly find ourselves three up that's been coming I didn't
1: think Doncaster could hold us out for 45 minutes they just don't seem to have the mental strength actually bodies round him as the ball into the box again Perrington with a header and it gone beyond the keeper it has and he's got his goal two weeks in a row he's missed the opportunity to back a goal this time on his head it leaves Dalberg no chance at all and Charlton do have their four <laughs> that's the hardest
7: chance by a long chalk that he's had it's a brilliant header I want to go back to the delivery it's dry seeing me again you know we said when he came on the field of play take the opportunity you know you've been given the shirt we know Lecco's been excellent but Jayasim you know put three deliveries in today and we could have arguably scored from all three that one's on his weaker side his left foot and it was well attacked at the far post from Perrington you, you know he's got on top of his man, over the top, connected well, directed into that far corner, back
1: of the way yeah, it had come from. Stockley will jump, and he gets his head to it, couldn't quite pick out uh, Perrington, but he's on the ball now. Perrington, lovely back heel, into the path of Stockley. Ball back across for Gilby, can he control it and shoot? He shoots! Oh, it's a good save from Dalberg down to his right-hand side. And maybe Gilby just didn't control it the way he liked in the first place. he still managed to turn and get his shot away. Such he gets credited a to, to Dahlberg play, with right to this right-hand hand side. and Going to take on Horton. Ball into the box. Stockley with a Oh, it's an own goal. Oh, off the par. I thought for all the world, I don't have to keep, keeper got something on that as well. But Stockley was there. It would have been an own goal had it gone in, I think. But somehow it's hit the bar and come out. Ball forward.
4: Uh, is to no avail because the referee, a few seconds early, has decided he's seen enough. And it's the full-time whistle. There we go. The highlights uh, from yesterday's 4-0 win over Doncaster Rovers. Naif, I mean... Ben mentioned it before, and, and the renewed optimism and all that is great. But I mean, it just the, the, the fact that there's just the renewed vigour around the place because it's happening under Johnny Jackson, that means so much to me. Uh, and, you know, you could see the reaction at full time, every other fan in that stadium as well. Um, and the longer this goes on, and we're two games in, and it's too early for a decision to be made, but the longer this improvement goes on, the harder it will be for Thomas Sangard to give the job to anyone else. And, and that's what we want.
5: Yeah, I think, he, like, you know, like you say, it's just a little bit of a, you know, invigor- invigorising everyone's a bit. Um, everyone seems positive around the place. The performance is happening. The players are running. Um, and it's just chalk and cheese, really, if I go back to, like, the Accurton game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we keep putting in performances like that, not saying we're going to win every single game, but if the performances are, and the work rate of, of yesterday and Sunderland are still there in four, five, six, seven matches time... Then yeah, it's going to be difficult for Sangar to then come and go. Well, I want someone else. So, um, but yeah, I just think it's good. You obviously Dobbo's been brilliant since, he, since he's come back in, and he's been given a new chance. And it's just, it's just like a, a clean slate, really. So, um, and you can see that players that are taking their taking their chances when they're given to them, and and everyone seems to be clicking so much better, which is a bit strange, really, because we've still got the same players, and it's not they've not exactly had a lot of time together in terms of, you know, Jacko putting his, you know, methods across. But it just shows, like Jacko said in his pre-match, if you're going to give 100%, you're going to win more games than you lose them. So, yeah, like Ben says as well, it's, we need to take one game at a time, you know. Yeah, listen, we're very good yesterday. Uh, but we will have stern a test. But we've got to ride the wave and enjoy, enjoy the moments like this because we've not had hardly any this year. So, yeah, game at a time. But, yeah, very positive. Yeah, I
4: mean, one of the most uh, enjoyable things about yesterday was that we were winning that, that battle in midfield. And obviously, a lot of that does come down to, to George Dobson. It's been an absolute revelation the, the last couple of weeks, Benji. I mean... You think about when he first started, I mean, the midfield was an area that we were struggling in as, as a team and he, and he did get frozen out, but he's come back and been put in a in a role that really suits him and obviously been given that extra bit of belief by Jacko as well.
6: Yeah, he's still young, isn't he? And he's, he had a little bit of a bad spell at Sunderland. The fans didn't seem to like him there, but he went on loan last season to Wimbledon and stood out for them. I know I saw all the fans down there saying he was a really good player for them. And we were... We, when we signed him, I think we had we had promise from from that loan spell and thought, okay, he's, he looks like the defensive midfielder that we need. Obviously, Prattley and and Wash, um, Watson took that place last season, um, but I think we did we needed someone with a bit more pace, someone to get around the pitch more. And uh, cool, yeah, yesterday we thought he played well against Sunderland. I thought he played better yesterday. I thought he was brilliant. His passing was superb, and obviously, when a new manager comes in they want to kind of make their own stamp on the team and trying to bring in some players who the other manager had um, left in the cold and he's come in and fully taken his chance and yeah oh I mean wow what a performance yesterday as I say and um, even set up the the penalty as well didn't he great ball through to to Gilby for the penalty and um, yeah I mean I went around the fans bar afterwards and was just interviewing some fans and asked him the question of Man of Match and nearly everyone in there, even some people that I didn't interview were just saying Dobbo for Man of Match, he was superb, so yeah, he could be a real talisman for us because we know it's a key position in our team, obviously Josh Cullen filled that gap for a couple of years and then Prattley as well and... Yeah, if he can keep doing that job, then wow, what a sign him.
4: Mm. I mean, four goals to discuss now, so let's get straight into it. The first one, Elliot Lee's uh, free kick. I, I See, in real time, I thought Stockley had actually headed it on my commentary. Give it give it big guns. Lee Johnson won't like that, blah, blah, blah. But obviously, it turns out it's gone all the way through. But I mean, that that, that sort of delivery from, from Lee, it's just one of those ones that... It's such a nightmare to defend because if Stockley gets ahead on it, it probably does fly into the back of it. And if he doesn't, well the keeper's wrong footed because he's expecting Stockley to get ahead in it and, and it's going to creep in anyway.
5: Yeah, I think obviously you've got the, usually when you're crossing a ball in, um, you've got that corridor of uncertainty and you know and um but looking at the obviously when it was live, I thought well great delivery, but I think until you see the another angle of it, yeah, the the keepers obviously expecting Stockers to get ahead on it. And he's flat-footed then, so. Um, but yeah, great delivery. I thought, and for me, even though I said Dobbo was brilliant, I thought Lee was, uh, for me, Lee was man of the match in my opinion. Even though Do- Dobbo was a close second, but I just think he offers us so much. When he when he's on the pitch, he offers so much more. Um, but yeah, and it looks like and he obviously after the game he said that he's still got more to come, which is good. Um, but yeah, great delivery for for the first goal. Um, and I think from then on, I just thought that was something that in previous weeks, we wouldn't have got that sort of not luck because it wasn't a lucky shot or anything. It's just it's bounced all the way in, which is great. But um, yeah, we'll take it as it comes. And um, yeah, he set pieces all day yesterday was really good.
4: Mm, certainly no. that second goal again it comes from that industry from george dobson but as you mentioned ben he also measured the pass really nicely for for alex gilby who, who, who did well to stand up and then well connor washington gets his second goal of the season and we're going to hear from him later on in the show and, and perhaps discuss a little bit more from him but you know Con- connor's work rate is, is is something else and you know he, he deserves to be on the penalties he's purely because he deserves to get goals in a lot of games
6: yeah totally he does the uh the running down the channels, which gives Jaden a lot more space. So when the when the crosses do come in, like they did yesterday, I mean he should have had a hat trick, Jaden, with the chances he had. But um, it just gives him a lot more space to um, to have those chances on goal. And oh yeah, his his running is incredible. How he does that all game like that was phenomenal uh, stamina about him. But yeah, no, he deserves to take a penalty like that because he does so much for the team and that's what we were missing before i mean the crew home game when connor started that game up front with jaden again that worked really well um and he yeah he just does so much running for the team that it it just helps the whole unit i was just thinking about the pass for that goal as well i mean we didn't see that a few weeks ago under nigel we were we were getting the ball and with our backs towards goal but to the, uh, yesterday we had players running and we were playing it through to them as they were running and make, making runs and yeah, I was really impressed with Gilby, yesterday um as well. I mean, he had that chance towards the end where the keeper made a really good save. But I think they really match each other well in that middle there, Lee, Gilby and, and Dobson. And even when one of them is out of position, I see they're busting the gut to come back and um, and just make sure that they uh, cope for the other one going up the other end of the pitch. But, um, but yeah, good run by Gilby and um, yeah, well dispatched from the penalty spot. But... Um, I mean, you see him give, and you see him don't those ones. But I thought Jaden should have had a penalty before that when that defender clattered him as he was jumping up.
4: So yeah, that was the Kinda. one that led to that chance where where Lee's volley was was yeah. off the line oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, that was a great was, chance. Yeah, yeah, great effort early on. I mean, we we looked like scoring all day, and obviously got the third uh, from Elliot Lee's free kick. I think Dalberg will be disappointed with with his handling at the near post, and for all the good saves he did make, I think he gifted us a couple, really, didn't he? The the, the Donny goalkeeper, uh, Nath.
5: Yeah, it had a bit of a mare, Yes, sir. I think um, fumble, butterfingers, wasn't it? But um, yeah, again, you, you make make them make them, you know, you've got if you put a get a free kick and put it on target, anything can happen, as we saw yesterday. So, and it was good with um following up. Um, but yeah, no, I think again, like I said earlier, I thought Elliot's uh, set pieces all day yesterday was really good, which some sometimes that can be really frustrating because I think points this season sometimes our set plays haven't been good enough I oh, don't he beat the first man or it's just a hopeful dink or something like that so yeah we we had a set piece taker in elite Lee that obviously tries and creates something and does something and um, can do something unexpected so butterfingers from the keeper but I'm not going to complain
4: yeah, certainly not the fourth goal um, I, I thought Ben Perrington rose superbly to win that header um, you know, floated over from DJ. We'll talk about his performance in a few moments time, Ben, but you know, Purrington himself, uh, he, you know, I think Benji Nurik put it on Twitter, you know, until proven otherwise, he is absolutely the first choice left back. I don't think Pap Suare has, has done enough to show me that he should be ahead of, of, of Purrington.
6: Yeah, I think from what I've seen so far, I think Ben's the better defender. Um, Suare always seemed a bit better coming forward, but um with a performance like that yesterday. Uh, Parrington played really well, and, and yeah, he will be number one left back. I saw it. he was getting up the wing quite confidently at times. Uh, but, yeah, great header. Uh, and, look, he scored a few goals for us like that. I remember in the Championship, Blackburn first game of the season, of, of course, in the playoff final. he just creeping in at the far post, and that might be a new tra- tactic that Johnny's got, like another option coming in at the far post to just make defender scared and yeah, great ball by DJ and a great header. And that's what you want to see from players like busting their guts, to get up there, but making sure they get back. And I think he had a great game yesterday. And he, he does go under the radar. Cause I think again, bit like Connor does the dirty work, but people don't see it as much, but yeah, there's, he he did a really good job at the back and um, yeah, credited him with with the goal as well.
4: Yeah, Nath crying, listening to us praising Ben Perrington, but I think even he would have to admit that he, he did play well yesterday. Obviously, there was well, you know a, a, a moment of worry after what was it 15 minutes or so when Jonathan Lecco went off injured. Um, we, we'll hear Jack from Jacko about the extent of it. It sounds like it's a hip problem, so you'll hear that in the interview. Um, but DJ, you know, been frozen out again under Nigel, same as Dob- Dobson, um, but. He's taken Obviously, only played a couple of minutes against uh, against Sunderland, but he, he got a good long stretch there, and, and he was outstanding. You know, this, the player that I thought he would be this season, and the player that we have to admit he wasn't for large spells of the early the early part of the season.
5: Oh, yeah, I think when when Leco went off, it was a bit gutting because we know how good he what good he is, and you know and how 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 effective he can be. Um, but yeah, DJ come on and he slotted in nicely. Done the job, done the dirty work. Um, obviously, got set up the goal for. Ben, which, yeah, you are right, I know I've not been his biggest fan, but to be fair to him, like he's done well since like the last last couple of games, so I can't really grumble, but if he gets gets, in, gets on at the, the back post and nods them in a few more, then I uh, can't really grumble, really. But, um, yeah, and I think I'm happy for DJ, because it, it must take a lot, because he probably came into the season knowing that there's a, not expectation, but he had a good pre-season, and People are looking at him, going, "Well, it could be a good year for him now." Didn't work out, and he was frozen out. And then he's got to have that mentality of trying to get back into Nigel's plans and Jacko's plans. And he's done that, and the performance he done yesterday, it isn't going to um, hold him back. Put it that way. So at least we know now we can he can, he can play a, a, a defensive role as well. Because I thought when Nigel was here, I just thought our wingers weren't doing enough defensively, and we was always one on one. But yeah, he's definitely that performance is not going to go against them. Put it that way.
4: Yeah, certainly. I mean, obviously, we're we're going to hear from Johnny Jackson in a few moments' time. But I do think Ben and Knife, we ought to, you know, talk about Doncaster's pro- probably their star performer of the afternoon. Of course, the uh, the topless man in the away end, Nathan. I mean, he he, looked, he he was almost like your your body double, wasn't he?
5: That's so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair though, it was, it was probably it was actually really funny because first off, he was. He was kicking off to the family stand, which in itself is a bit of what you're doing. And then he started doing, um, then he was doing like, um, like he was doing a a punching bag. Yeah, Yeah, sparring in the, and then he got his bum out for the penalty. (laughs) And then, then he got thrown out and then jumped on the pitch, but then didn't have the minerals to go any further than jump back off the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, literally, literally. Donnie, I must admit, they, I thought they'd offer a little bit more because they've got some players in there who can play, um, but yeah, they were just toothless. You they, think were...
4: They, they must be good if they, if you know if they they're, they're in a position where they they have Omar Bogle in the squad, but they can keep him out of the side. So you'd, <laughs> you'd expect a bit more. But I've been the I, I don't know if you noticed the full time when though the, the players went over to the fans who were left in the away end. It was one of those fuming away ends, and I, I was distracted for a part during the second half where there were two Doncaster fans having a massive row. Is one of those angry away-ins. So uh, uh, I spoke to Liam Hoden after the game, who we had on Thursday, and it does sound like that was one of their poorer displays, which I find it easy to believe. But I mean, the the gulf between the two sides shows that there's no way in a million years we should be anywhere near that relegation zone.
6: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Because obviously we've been playing teams that are down there and just not really showing our dominance in games. And I think we're just... Literally, I think Jacko's making sure they give 100% in games and then rely on their own quality because we, you look at our team compared to theirs. I know they've got a few players like Bostock. He's a decent player, but didn't really show much yesterday. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just relying on our own ability and just, but you've got to give it that 100% first. Show show your, um, play for the badge, as Johnny kept saying, play for the badge and these fans are adoring. it. I mean, look, it wasn't, Long ago, a few weeks ago, we were in that away end and fans were giving players dogs abuse for not trying hard enough. And I know I know, from up there, i got a mate who's a Charlton fan in Doncaster and he was saying that their fans really aren't happy with Richie Wellens. So, um, yeah, it didn't look pleasant at half-time. I saw all their players were like heads down, walking off. But it's good for it to be on the shoes the other on the other foot for once because, flipping heck, how many times this season have we just come away and he like... The players are getting booed off, and and we don't know which way to turn and suddenly now it's just it's just come round where we're in a position where we're we're blowing teams like that away
4: excellent stuff right let's hear from the man of the moment, then Johnny Jackson, the caretaker boss, came in to speak to us after the game yesterday. Uh, I asked Jacko what he made of the performance I it was a really
2: good performance uh really good performance created a lot of chances limited them limited them to very few um i thought our shape looked good i thought we pressed really well played for the shirt which is everything i've been asking for so uh really pleased probably should have scored more goals is my one negative takeaway if you if can call it a negative but yeah really really pleased
4: you must you must be amazed the, the sort of reaction you've got from over the last two weeks since you've taken over no i'm not amazed
2: i i know what that group's capable of we know we've been underperforming um but i thought i could definitely get a tune out of them uh Starting with that that graft, you know that hard work that I've been banging on about. They're probably sick of hearing it, but you know, I'm not going to stop because that's what uh, performances are built on. Uh, that hard work, the graft, putting the effort in, uh, pressing, pressing like you mean it as well. Uh, with a little bit of shape to it, and uh, good things will follow.
4: I can't remember a, a game where trying have created so many chances so far this season.
2: No, uh, we played we played some great stuff and. Like, like I say there's so much quality in the in the squad and the group that we haven't obviously shown up till now but I never had doubts about it and uh, just by being in games and um, you know pressing and getting around other teams you win it back in good areas and then your good players are on the ball in good areas uh, and then it's over to them it's like, you know your wingers to produce crosses get at people it's your centre forwards to dominate in the air your midfielders getting in the box and then it's what what do you look like underneath that you know you your shape out of possession, even when you are attacking uh, and locking it on, and I, I thought
4: all of that was good. And winning the ball high up the pitch was something Tottenham did a lot today. And I, well, I pointed him out last week as well. But George Dobson's taken his chance over the last couple of games, hasn't he? George was outstanding again. I
2: spoke highly of him after after the game at Sunderland, and I thought he was equally as good today. Uh, he's coming to the side under a little bit of pressure because it's been a tough start for him, and he was out for a while. And he's just gone about his business, and he's, he's done everything I've asked of him and more. And, uh,
4: you know, he deserves his place in the team. Jaden must have felt like he was in a one-man battle with a goalkeeper at times today, but he finally got a goal that he deserved for all his hard work as well.
2: Yeah, pleased for Jay. I think that's the third game in a row that he's scored and he could have had a couple more. Goalie pulled off some great saves, to be fair. Uh, but I thought he was a menace all afternoon. Um, knew, knew he'd give him a tough time airily because that's what he does. But also on the floor, we don't just want Jaden to just be a target man that we can hit airily. We know he can do that, but he can play as well. Some of his link-up play was excellent, and then if you're providing him with ammunition into the box, you know he's going to score goals.
4: Obviously, with with your position, obviously it's still sort of a caretaker role. But I'm just wondering if if Thomas has like given any indication of what you have to do or, or how long you have to prove yourself to, to to get the the full-time job.
2: No, there's been no time frame put on it. There's been no sort of pressure. Uh, you know, you've got x amount of games. It's just been fluid conversations. Really, he's just interested in my way of thinking, how I see football. Um, you know what I've been doing with the lads on, on a day-to-day basis, and we're, we're in constant contact. They've been good conversations, but there's been no pressure to it. There's not been any time frame. Ultimately, I want to deliver a team for the club and for him that that he can be proud of and uh, that can get results. It's, it's started well, but you know we can't. This is nothing. We can't come off of it and think that we've cracked it because we haven't. The minute you do that, you'll come unstuck because there's good teams in this league. So the lads have set a standard now. They've
4: done that, not me. So. Uh, credit to them but the challenge is now can they maintain it of course i, I spoke again last week about how this is sort of like a, a job interview and i guess you had a few thousand references there up in the stands who were showing how much they enjoyed the, the performance today
2: Ah, oh, the support was incredible um we knew it would be going into this game obviously kids for a quid bumper crowd we saw what they'd done up at sunderland so we knew they'd be behind the team and i said to the lads you have to feed off that you got to feed off that energy they'll they'll back you but you make sure that you give them something to back which they've done 100 percent, and uh you know, to see the covered end like that after the game, you know, cheering the boys' names, cheering, clapping them off is, you know, all you can ask for. It's a great place to play your
4: football when it's like that. Well, so it's not a Charlton game without anything to ask about injuries. Unfortunately, Jonathan came off quite early. Was it what happened there? I think he's just got he's got a little aggravation with his hip. Uh, I haven't
2: spoke to the physios yet, but um, disappointing to lose him. But we've done some work with DJ as well, who I thought was outstanding when he came on, and uh, he was ready to step into that role. We knew what. Like everyone has to know who's not playing, what, what's required in their position when they come onto the pitch and what we're trying to do. Um, so we've done some good work with DJ in the week, You know, bearing in mind that he might have to come on in that position. I uh, thought he fulfilled it brilliantly.
4: Has there been a bit of a clean slate for some of those players who perhaps didn't play as much towards the end of Nigel's time, like DJ and Dobbo coming in? It is a complete clean
2: slate. I said that to them on, on day one. No-one had... No one had stuck out because of their performances to date. They hadn't been good enough. So I said to him, now's now's a chance. Now's a chance for you all. I'm going to pick teams. I had to pick a team quickly for Sunderland and how I thought we could beat them. But I'll pick teams based on what I see during the week as well, not just in the games. And then if you get the shirt, it's yours to keep. Um, Don't make yourself undroppable, is what I've said to him. And so far, a lot of them have.
4: Just finally, obviously, Adam Matthews didn't make it today as well. What's what's up with him?
2: Adam's got a little calf issue. Uh, disappointed for him. He wasn't involved. Thought he was great up at Sunderland. Thought Chris Gunter came into the side and and, and done brilliantly uh, in that same role. Um, yeah, but Adam, I, I don't think it's uh, something that we're particularly concerned with. But it was enough to keep him out of the game. Good chance for Tuesday, or I would say he's got a chance for Tuesday. Yeah, well, we have to obviously assess it tomorrow and see see what happens. Cheers.
9: When you look at the work rate the players are putting in, people might look at results and say, why a players not producing like that before? What would, you, what would you say in terms of the energy levels and effort and work rate and conviction that they've kind of applied themselves
2: to it? I would say I don't want to dwell on it, to be honest, Rich, because it's, it's done, it's out of the way, there's nothing we can do. Uh, I don't want to dwell on why. And my focus is on, OK, we're capable of that, you've shown it now. Now your challenge is... Do you dip off of that and go, go back to how it was or you set a standard and you maintain it? But there's no time to dwell on what's gone wrong and what we could have done and ifs and buts and stuff like that. Um, I learned a lot in that time and I saw a lot of things that that I felt we need to work on and I'm just trying to implement that.
9: Do you, When you look at the results, obviously out of the bottom four on goal difference, but how much is that even just as a little mental boost as you... Head into the next sequence of games. Yeah,
2: that's good. I'll be honest with you, I haven't even seen any results or looked at the table, but I was just focused on the three points. Listen, if we pick up results, we'll climb the table pretty quickly. We know that happens. So, yeah, psychologically for the lads, it's brilliant to see that they're out of the bottom four. We don't want to be there. We shouldn't be anywhere near it, but we're there on merit because the performances and, and the results haven't been there up to now. So, um, six points from two games, catapult you out of it. Now we have to start looking... Upwards, we've got a tough, tough uh, game on Tuesday night. Rotherham are a good team, but uh, will pose us a lot of problems, and we have to be ready for that one now.
9: And in terms of the fans, like you say, a special moment there's four tunnel jumps at the end. That goes to there was show, four, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, so there was a bit of euphoria around the place, which is which is nice to see after some difficult times of late.
2: Yeah, it's been difficult because the results and performances haven't been there, and the, the, the supporters haven't had anything to get behind because we've not given. But Obviously, you've seen you've seen the effect that, that they can have on the team now, and yeah, to have that, to have the tunnel jump back, to have the cover down, well, or the whole stadium uh, up on their feet, clapping, cheering the boys off, singing their names—you know—that can only that can only breed confidence. And hopefully, we've given them a performance where they want to come back in their numbers uh, and get behind the
9: team. How much are you enjoying it so far? In terms of, I mean, obviously you had the caretaker spell, didn't you? When Bo left, but that was quite a short one. How you how you finding it? Are you finding it this time? I really
2: enjoy it you know i've made no secret about my ambitions and uh you know to be able to sort of implement the types of training that you want and uh you know m- me and yourli to put together plans of how we see games going and who we see in positions um it, it's an exciting challenge for me i'm really enjoying it it's it's gone well up till now i'm well aware that there'll be bumps in the road along the way, but I've got confidence in myself and, and Yuley and the people around me that we can get a tune out of the boys. I think we've shown that up till now. Um, the challenge is maintaining it uh, because we've done nothing yet, nothing yet, and we have to, have to kick on up the league, see where it can take us, but, yeah, it's, I'm really enjoying it.
10: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.
8: A challenge by Gunter and John can break it, it's three on two. John Simi switches the play across to Washington. Washington, ball forward to Stockley. Can he get there? Stockley still with it. Jaden Stockley! John yeah! 2, crew nil. The great counter attack from the addicts. Washington calm, composed on the ball. Fast forward to Stockley, who just let the ball run across him, takes it past Jaskalainen and finishes.
4: Charlton Live. Right, welcome back to Charlton Live. Just before the break there, we heard from the addict's caretaker boss, Johnny Jackson. Um, I've been saying for a while, Nathan, obviously, one of the things that we'll pick up about Jacko is how tactically astute he is. And he plays this formation, which officially we're calling a 3 5 2. But I do feel like I'm not the only one who feels it feels like it's a bit more fluid than that. perrington feels like he can go forward and back quite a lot as a wing back naturally would. Dobson does can sit back a lot so it can become, you know, almost an extra defender at times. It, it feels more fluid than just a plain old 3-5-2. It feels like there's something more going on there. But, you know, it's only 2 games in and, and it's a massive test coming up on Tuesday against Rotherham, but so far he's found he's found something that works, which to be fair is not something that Nigel achieved at the start of this season. So he showed he showed a bit of now already.
5: Yeah, I think the problem with, with um what well, I think Nigel had is he had all these good players, and he had a system in mind that he wanted to play, but he was playing it in a way that the attributes of all the different players weren't being utilized. Um, again, I still, you know, it and of weren't even getting in, but we can see what he offers, um, even if he played on the left and came in like he's wasted out there. But and Gilby, he had that little bit. He had that little bit of a cameo against Crew. Um, But yeah, I just think Jacko's kept it simple and said, right, this is how we want to play with like shape and then try and get your good players or the people. Like if you, Dobbo yesterday for Gilby's goal, just give it to the players that are going to make something happen. And it's quite simple really but um, yeah, now he's got some time to, you know, get his methods across and if if that's the team playing as well as we did yesterday against yeah, I know, albeit a poor side but you can only beat what's in front of you, right? But if that's what it's like and he ain't really got his full, you know, his full idea across, then it's going to be it's something to look forward to, for sure.
4: Certainly, uh, indeed. Right, so let's have a look at some of the tweets and the emails that have come in. Uh, after yesterday's performance, we have just got one in from Maca Sounds, who appears to be a Doncaster fan. I, I did put on Twitter... Um, well, you know how stark has the improvement been under Johnny Jackson and Maka? Uh, this Donny fan says you could have hired a bloke off the street to be manager against us and still get a win. I mean, it, it, in in some way, I do wonder if he is going to throw the topless man's hat into the ring if if Richie Wellings does leave. Uh, if he, if he thinks that might be an improvement, uh, right? Uh, let's have a look at some of those tweets then. So uh, Simon says a great return to the valley yesterday, uh, and uh, uh, what a change in only a few weeks. One comment. Uh, I have got from yesterday's game is Perrington and um, why was he the only player uh, n- quite noticeably not celebrating goals two and three? I don't know why. Should he be in the team if he's not part of the team? Uh, I, have to, I have to admit I hadn't noticed that. Um, he, seemed, well, he, he seemed to be more than part of the team when they were celebrating his goal with him so I wouldn't read too much into that one. Um, yeah, London Inicisa says always uh, looking forward to a Charlton Live almost much uh, more enjoyable after a win. Uh, yeah, certainly much more enjoyable <laughs> to do after a win. Uh, Redmond uh, says a great win a greater atmosphere uh, Johnny's Reds are on the app Spencer says a great performance against the poor Donny side tough test on Tuesday uh, but we look a completely different side now and Jackson has got his playing to our strengths Fug Life said it could easily have been 6 or 7 nil. and Mike said it was a top 6 performance more please what, what do we make of that then Ben because I did say at the start of the of the show I mean that was a sh- that was a performance of what I'd expect to be doing more more often than not considering the excitement we came into the season with obviously that didn't happen but you know Are you now wishing that Jacko had been in charge from the start and we'd been sort of playing this sort of football from the start when we've sort of shown that that we have the ability to do it? Or are we getting carried away after two wins?
6: Um, I think I get what he's saying because the game reminded me of when we got promoted with Chris Powell in 2012, where teams would turn up and and we'd beaten 4 or 5 nil, And it was a real great environment. We were back in a... charlton legends as manager and there was real good vibes around the club and that's as nate said yesterday that's what it felt like the vibe going to the ground you kind of felt like we were going to win we had the jackson like bounce about us and we were thinking oh here we go and it, it went according to plan and as we said we should have had a few more at the end of the day and and we know we've got a good enough team there and jackson is getting the best out of them but to talk about a playoff team, I, I don't want to jump the gun too far because again, head might rule, a uh, heart might rule over head there because obviously, uh oh, we all want him to get the job, but um, yeah, I think as Jackson's doing, we just need to take it game by game and see how we go, but. Uh, at the moment, it does seem we're in a fairy tale land with how well it's going with him, mm. especially as we all want him to do well. But one thing I'd say about Pirinton that uh, that last email, because um, one of my friends mentioned it as well. I always thought that you had to leave. If all your players were celebrating and then they kind of were off the pitch celebrating, like one of our goals, You one of your own outfield players has to remain on the pitch. Otherwise, Donny can kick off. Um, if one of your outfield players isn't on the pitch at the time, I'm pretty sure the ruling says that otherwise they can kick off and go down the other end if we didn't have one of our outfield players on the pitch. That might be it. Or maybe it's just... Not one for celebrating. Yeah,
4: maybe everyone hates him. But I don't think they do. He seemed quite nice when I spoke to him a few weeks ago. Right, Sir Darcy uh, says, can only imagine the squad found Adkins' positivity shizzle uh, about as lacking in actual substance as I did. Clearly uh, never lost the dressing room. He never actually found it uh, in the first place. Stu uh, says, uh, there seems to be more commitment and energy. No more just lump the ball to the striker as well. Uh, we were too predictable. Rotherham uh, will be a huge test on Tuesday. Um Sam says uh, I hope you mentioned the big yet yeah, the big fella uh, the Donnie fan made my girlfriend uh, laugh so much at her first game well oh, she must have been uh Wondering what on earth was going on when she saw that. But, uh, Dom said, good to have a 4-0 win. Uh, most importantly, a clean sheet win uh, as well. Yeah, certainly enjoyed the clean sheet and uh, obviously the addicts to victory at full time. The song that makes sense when we win 1-0 uh, or 4-0. Uh, Chris Hartley says, what a performance commitment. attacking intent, solid at the back. What a difference uh, 10 days has made. Alan says, like Sunderland, a massive improvement. I'm trying not to get carried away as Donnie were awful and it could have been seven or more. Uh, but Dobson was the man of the match. No one had a bad game. Tuesday night uh, will show us how far we've come. As Rotherham will get crosses in and have a lot more fight, uh, but Defo JJ's uh, Red Army uh, Dave says that uh, we were in the bottom four for a reason. We're no longer in the bottom four. Draw your conclusions as to what that reason was. Yeah, uh, Planty says great to see everyone in the valley so happy at full time. Was I the only one a little nervous when Lecco went off? I thought DJ Service in the box though was excellent and all round a great performance. Yeah, agree agree with that Planty. You didn't know what was going to happen when. When, uh, D, when DJ came on, obviously for Lecco, but I thought, I thought he played really well. Les says, good so far. The real test is Tuesday. Uh, good result, which will then definitely lay down a marker. Uh, Robert says, they were a poor outfit, but we played well and did the business under our legend, JJ. Dobson was immense and didn't stop hassling and always on the lookout for a pass. You could see Jacko's got them playing for the shirt, which is what we all wanted. Great show, lads. As always, cheers, Rob. Uh, David says, very good result. Uh, this uh, set things up nicely for Rotherham. Uh, on Tuesday Dobson there is something very Cullen like in there as well excellent stuff yeah we'll have a a quick look ahead to that game on Tuesday because it is a massive game uh, later on in the show but I think it's time we're going to hear from one of the goal scorers from yesterday Connor Washington uh walked into the um walked into the press room yesterday and whilst I was sort of standing right in front of the desk um fiddling with my mobile phone just sending off the Jackson interview to the studio so they could play that and then setting it up to record Connor, he uh, obviously got an eyeball full of my nipples, which were poking through my jump. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, and he said, uh, you take someone's eye out with that. And I was like, what? And I was genuinely worried my fly was undone at, at that point. So I was a bit flustered, but we had a good laugh about it and then sat down uh, and I asked Connor Washington what he made of yesterday's 4-0 win over Doncaster Rovers. Yeah, it
11: was good. I think from the off, we sort of set our stall out similar to the Sunderland game and good performances come off the back of those initial... Periods, I think, of hard work, running, and getting in people's faces, and, and then you play your football off the back of that, which obviously we, we managed to do today. And uh,
4: there's probably one of the most dominant displays we've seen this season, well, easily, I would guess that's fair to say.
11: Yeah, yeah, we had to earn, earn the right to play. Obviously, that's what the gaffer wants. That's what the gaffer demands of us. So that's that's what we've got to go out there and do. And if you if you want to keep that shirt, that's what you need to do every single minute of every game. I think probably disappointing we didn't go on to win by more. To be honest, I think. We, Disappointing for a striker in the last ten minutes to come off, and obviously we're trying to slow the game down and keep the ball. But we, as a striker, you sort of bear for blood. You want more, so I think that's the attitude we've got to have. And obviously a big game Tuesday to to continue on from where we where we are. Really,
4: I mean, obviously it's the, the the last two games have been a sort of amazing turnaround from, from what we've seen before. I mean, obviously the, the the managers left in that time. But what else can you can you put that down to? What do you think's made the big difference? Maybe just the realisation
11: of the situation we were in, I think, um, obviously with with the previous gaffer leaving, maybe it was a bit of a kick up the backside that we probably all needed as a group as well, That obviously we got him in that situation, um, as well as other factors obviously, and that we're the only ones in there that can change it, whether a new gaffer came in or not really, uh, we're the ones that go out there on that pitch, so we've obviously taken into account what what, what Jacko has been saying and um, managed to putting some good performances out there. And I thought the fans were brilliant today, got right behind us. And it can be a real fortress here, I think, at this level, definitely. I think, obviously, teams like Doncaster and and other smaller teams, if you will, uh, come here. It's it's a tough place to come and the fans are like that.
4: Always a pleasure to hear from Connor Washington. Uh, Yeah, ran his his socks off yesterday, as he always does. Uh, I I thought it was interesting, if you mentioned it himself, that he felt partly... One of the reason that he he may have struggled for goals so far this season is that he felt he was being played out of position as well because I don't think he enjoyed playing in that left side of the of the three and I didn't particularly enjoy watching him there. I think he has a lot more to offer when he's more central.
5: Yeah, a hundred percent he does. Um, I think his movement um, if he's up central, especially when you're in and around Stockley, and you know, you, you, there's going to be times where there's going to be flick-ons or Jaden can hold the ball up and. Maybe he could flick it around the corner or whatever, but yeah, I think he is wasted out on on the left, um, and I think sometimes because of his work rate, it, it might hold him hold against him really because some managers might Nigel maybe thought oh because he's got that industry because he's got that work rate we'll put him on the left because we know he's going to track back, we put him on the left track back he can cut inside. And you know, don't get me wrong, he does okay there, but he's not as effective there. Um, and that's, yeah, he's probably right, and this probably did contribute why he wasn't getting the goals. But he is now; he's back amongst it, and because um, you know he plays up top for Northern Ireland. Um, so yeah, delighted he's been playing in his right position now, and you can see how more of a threat he is in that middle than on the left, because he's not a he's not a leco or, or a DJ where he's going to get the ball and go on his le- on, on the left on left. Downside and whip a ball with his left foot, is he? So, um, but yeah, delighted for him, and um, yeah, even he's got a good eye, and he sees your nipples hanging out. But um, I feel
11: for him.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's a lucky man. He's a lucky man. I told him it's just because I enjoyed uh, the performance so much that they were. Standing to attention. Apparently, I think I think it was that I just was wearing too tight a jumper. Uh, they came out the the uh, the cupboard for the first time this winter, and as soon as I put it on, it's like, "Blimey, this has shrunk." Uh, right, let's uh, get some more reaction from some of the supporters. Uh, ben and Naif both went into the bar, the fan bar, uh, and uh, various Ubers after yesterday's game uh, to find out what they made of the win over Doncaster.
7: I thought Elliot Lee was very good in midfield. Um, I thought Jaden Stockley held the ball up well today. I um, thought Chris Gunter—that was probably the best I've seen him play. Um, I thought overall it was a really good performance. I didn't think Doncaster was very, very good at all, but I thought we dominated the whole game. Oh, really. It was
10: unreal. Like the atmosphere there today was like electric. I, I can't even compare. It. Like the other game at home this season where we won against Crew, there's nothing like that. It's completely changed under Jacko. I just think they were much more
12: positive, confident. Uh, they didn't let up the way they played. It was much faster. They seemed to know what they was doing. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, 4 0, not necessarily the best team that they played, but yeah, it's, it's given us fans a boost, so hopefully it's given the players a boost as well.
7: Absolutely dominated the game. I thought Doncaster was so poor, it was unbelievable. And um, Stocklish, quite rightly so, should have had a hat trick. Um, but. You know, a win's a win. Four nil. I'll take that in. every day. That was a relief.
10: Just to get a win of a team that's in the bottom four like us. So to win four nil was a relief more than anything. But to win, to be honest, if we win next Tuesday, that will be a real turning point of the season, I believe. And today, they all really worked quite well. But I would say. Probably someone like Dobson today, someone like that was like probably the best player, but they were all like seemed to do well today, so and it was just a relief to actually have a clean sheet and get a like a really structured game, pawhills, it's like. percent Dobbo, Dobo! Got to go to him, like He was he was all over the park. Like anything that tried to come through, like he just intercepted it. And he was quality today. Like I can't believe that that's the same player that we had at the start of the season. Uh, Docton was
12: outstanding today. Really, he swept up everything. Yeah, he was he was he was fantastic.
7: Yeah, I think uh, unsung hero. You he can only go on the two games that he's been in charge, and and so far he, he looks a completely different team. Right now, they look like they—they're willing to play for him, and um, I think Charlton fans will get behind Jacko as well. So I'd
10: love to if see. If keep get the playing job. like this, then like give him as long as he like. Honestly, I—if I, we keep winning then I can't see why he wouldn't be given the job. He's got to get to at least the end of the season.
12: Yeah, it'd be great. I mean, obviously the fans love him, uh, but it's it's down to um, Mr. Sandguide, I guess. So um, given the reaction today, I think it'd you know, be hard to um, in appoint someone else. I would definitely
7: take him on. And I would definitely take Jason Yule as number two. I think he's got the respect of the players and the fans. And Jason you has as well, so I, I would say that any day yes, of the week. i
10: will just give him the job now, I think, because it's like someone you know and the players seem to believe in him, so why not? Let's go for it. It's like, what, what, what's the worst for that? He's, he's a good guy, he knows the club, just let it be.
4: Thanks to everyone who spoke to Ben and Nafe uh, after yesterday's game. Good to get some some views on it. Obviously, a a lot of praise there for for Dobson, but everyone particularly pleased with what they saw uh, yesterday. As were a couple of people who sent in emails. McSquared says, if you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the J team what a difference 10 days makes following our unexpected win at Sunderland uh, we were expected to claim all the points against the dreadful Doncaster side and we duly delivered and then some not only uh, did we come out on top of a canter uh, we looked every bit the top six side we always knew we could be given the right stewardship the J team have got the squad firing on all cylinders, uh, and we're already looking a world away from where we were under sat, s- sacked kins. Uh, can he really have been that awful everyone is suddenly playing with confidence we're looking solid in all areas of the pitch defensively We're organised. Lee, Gilby and Dobson look extremely impressive. Uh, Dobson is is quickly establishing himself as our most important player against Donny. He ran himself into the ground, but the entire side now seems to be full of energy uh, when their fitness had been repeatedly called into question under Nigel. That's a very interesting point. That was something that came up a lot, but they seem fine now, don't they? Barely a week later. Uh, everyone, including the subs, played their part. Donny looked like they were ready to raise the white flag long before the final whistle. The only disappointments uh, were the injury to Leko and the fact that we could have won by more. Uh, however, that's back-to-back wins and six points in the bag. Rotherham are going to be a stern test on Tuesday, uh, but we can now have every faith that we'll be able to match them in every department. This is something uh, we most definitely did not have before the J-team took the reins we now have a platform to climb up the table and see where it takes us up the attic yeah, that's from McSquared a good J team reference there Matthew says worlds apart chalk and cheese day and night who knows what hymn sheet Johnny's got the team singing from it's unrecognizable from any other game if the team can maintain this momentum who knows where we might end up love the show uh, keep up the fantastic work that's from Matt cheers for that Matt I mean he does ask a question Ben we're 12 points off the top six I asked it to to connor uh which i'm not sure was in that clip actually but we'll def- definitely be in the the full interview on on uh, the SLP website tomorrow morning i mean we are it is probably still outrageous dreamland to suggest we can get in the playoffs isn't it
6: oh no i don't think so i think look that's, as i said take it game by game but again when you look at our squad and the performance yesterday i know look it's it's early days but we have got a good enough team to get up there. It's not like we're getting wins and thinking, oh, this is going to gonna stop soon. I mean, last year when we got like seven wins in a row, we were kind of thinking, oh, we've not been great in these games the whole time. Like, it's going to end soon. Um, whereas I think, obviously, going from the Sunderland game and yesterday, we're playing really well. So, who knows? Obviously, we could get a few more injuries and that could scupper things. But, no, why not? I mean, we've got to go for it. Otherwise, where do you set your sights on? I mean, you can't say, oh, come on, boys. We'll keep winning. You never know. We might get a good mid-table finish. You've got to try and... That was the goal at the start of the season. Of course, we got to just rebuild a bit and now we're out of the relegation zone and just obviously Tuesday will be a different test where we can kind of see what we are like really as a team coming against the real top opposition that have just come down from the championship last season. But, yeah, I think we'll... Let's look after Tuesday, see what happens Tuesday night, and then go, right, what are our aims for the season? But, um, yeah, so far, look, the the team have got it in them, so I can't see why not. Mm,
4: Right. uh, One more email uh, comes in from Colin, evening gents. Uh, everywhere about the place yesterday pre-match there was excitement anticipation happiness uh, and even the dreaded historic team letdowns on previous seasons kids for a quid uh, were banished by the result and by having one of our own as gaffer watching the passion on the bench was just a joy and do you know Louise, Sunday is so much better looking forward to a winning show as opposed to the familiar what went wrong versions <laughs> yeah uh, certainly agree with that Colin the uh, especially when we used to go into the valley when we would like lost home to Berry or something god that was miserable uh, my only single grumble Uh, And I'm sure I'm not alone. Just as I want to savour the result and the performance and wallow in the crowd pleasure, uh, or that we were blasted by Thomas's horrible racket of a record, Uh, please tell him this is a mistake. Uh, Just let us have our pure pleasure, not the awful spoiler, uh, which deflects our chance uh, to be at one uh, with a winning team. Mono, have a great day. Uh, Love the show. Keep up the work. That's from Colin. Cheers, Colin. Yeah, I mean they play the the uh, addicts to victory at full time. Uh, Yeah, it's it's not everyone's cup of tea. I'm not. I'm, I'm a bit indifferent about it. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the atmosphere at full time at the Valley is when we've won a game is, is my favourite five minutes, you know, of, of the week. Absolutely, And I thought it was brilliant yesterday, uh, especially with Jacko p- pumping up the crowd and and the four tunnel jumps. We were absolutely spoilt. Uh, with the tunnel jumps right uh, let's uh, have a quick look at at the women's team Uh, today uh, I went down to the Oakwood to to watch their game against Sunderland they were beaten one they were goal in in the first half uh, from a set piece but I have to say Sunderland were were very good value for it Um, generally I thought one of the best defensive displays I've seen from an away team down at the Oakwood in in a very long time Uh, and Charlton weren't at the races as well so they got beaten by one goal to nil their 100% home record comes to an end I caught up with the Addicts boss Karen Hills after the game to ask her what she made of the defeat
13: disappointed Um, uh, cost us a set piece if I'm honest I don't think we did enough in the final third and we spoke about that in the huddle Uh, I think the quality needed to be better um, to be fair to Sunderland they uh, defended put their bodies on the line and, and this was always going to be a tough team to break down and if you've got a team that's got something to hold on to it's, it's really difficult to break them down and we, we found that today and unfortunately um, we couldn't find a way today
4: Yeah, up the pressure a bit in the second half it, it, it felt like it's going to be one of those days quite early on today
13: Yeah it, it, it seems to be the, the sort of trend at the moment um, and what we need to do is we need to find a way to, to, to break that um, I think it's When you we go behind, we've got to find a way to... We've got the belief in ourselves to, to come back. We obviously dominated the ball. Um, and unfortunately, though, we couldn't, do, we couldn't do what we wanted to do in the final third. And I think set pieces um, is the difference. And, and ultimately, it was them that that, that capitalised on that rather than us.
4: And they did come down here and make it very difficult for you. But it's unusual to see Charlton perhaps not create as many chances as they want, like today
13: yeah we was we was restricted, and we were just talking in there we was We were really uh, trying to f- solve problems to to find a way to break a good side down and Unfortunately, today we just couldn 't we couldn 't unpick it um, We tried to keep a a nice wide high line, um, try to stretch them, try to find pockets to be able to pick up the ball um to play through but it, it didn't seem to happen today and, and that's credit to sunderland they set up well and and caused us, um just made us uh not be able to play our type of football but i can't knock the girls um work rate and focus i thought they 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 went till the end um and there was a couple of opportunities in the sort of like the last little bit, so that's a lot of credit to them to show that their their character and belief to, to keep going till the final whistle. But it wasn't our day today.
4: Obviously, a couple of losses in a row now, and the, the proud home record has come to an end. But it was never going to be plain sailing. Anyone's getting carried away after the, the the run of home wins at the start of the season.
13: No, absolutely. And this league's, I say it week in week out, it's any team's going to beat any team on any given day. Um, every team's got um, a lot of strength. Um, and today you, you see a Sunderland side that's comes come up from from last season and 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 put on a really good performance and and was gritty and determined and 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 we couldn't find a way. But I, I, it's going to be tough games throughout the season. Yes, we've lost that that record, but ultimately we need to look at our performance and, and make sure we're, we're better uh, next week and. And, and, and hopefully we will be.
4: Thanks to Karen for coming out to speak to us after the game. Yeah, dis- disappointment. Uh, Rebecca did tweet in and say that she agreed with Karen's assessment of it. She uh, watched the second half on the FA player uh, and uh, w- was important to note that no one headbutted anyone, which is a shame because we were playing Sunderland. It would have been funny. Uh, not that I'm condoning that, of course. Uh, Rachel said um, that she felt that um, the ref was very much willing to look the other way at Sunderland's appalling tactics. Uh, after the game as well, which to be up the people, I thought I thought they were in the right place at the right time quite a lot. I didn't get too much of them roughing us up. I just I just don't think we were at the races uh, today, unfortunately. It was one of those days, and you know, two defeats in a row. Now the girls will be looking to bounce back, right? I mean, Tuesday coming up, Naif Rotherham, um, mm. ma- massive game for us. Really interesting game, you know, yeah. to find out sort of where where we're sitting now. This new Cholton under Johnny Jackson, you know, I mean, they smashed Sunderland. 5-1 yesterday. Know, everyone's beating Sunderland these days, of course. But, you know, a, a very good team. And, and it's going to be a massive test for us.
5: It will be. It's going to be a completely different test uh, to yesterday. They're a good team. They're one of those. They're like the sort of... The lower league Norwich, aren't they? So they're not good enough for the championship, but probably a little bit too good for the uh, for League One for me. But got a good side. They like to press. They got two good strikers at this level, Matt, uh, Michael Smith and... Ladapo. Um so yeah, it's gonna be Piercey and Fama are gonna have their work cut out with Michael Smith, who's such a good player. Shame really it didn't really work out when he was here, but um yeah, it's gonna be a difficult game. But we're you know, we've got a bit of form, we be confident. Um and to be honest, the pressure's on them really, I think. Um they're up the higher part of the table. They had a good result against ten man, um, Sunderland. But yeah, different totally different game. So but I think if we start well, start start fast, and um, I think we still we can beat anyone in lead, this league. I really do. So, yeah, it could be a difficult game. But they're they're probably looking at it as well. Going, oh, we've come in we're playing them now when they've just hit a bit of form. So they're going to be a bit worried about us, though. So yeah, yeah it'll be interesting.
4: They've scored eight goals in their last uh, two games, unbeaten uh, in nine, which includes uh, five wins from the last six. Uh, and what's that? six wins from the last nine. So they're on a good run of form, uh, scoring plenty of goals, Ben. But, you know, f- to concentrate on us, I'm, I'm not entirely sure there's much you'd want to change. Obviously, Lecco, you'd imagine probably going to miss out after going off yesterday. Um, what we heard from uh, Jacko says Adam Matthews has got a chance, but I think Gunter did fine yesterday. So there's, there's not too many changes I, I personally would make. Is there anything you'd like to see different? I'd, I'd certainly stick with the same formation.
6: Yeah, I'd stick with the same team. Uh, obviously, DJ coming in for Leko there. Uh, and I think, obviously, in the Nigel era, we had quite a lot of changes to the team. And I think it just fits us just keeping with the same 11 and and just trying to get results out of them like we are. And the team are connecting well together on the pitch. And, yeah, I think Gunter had one of his best games in a Charlton shirt yesterday. I really did. I think uh, at the back and, and coming forward, I think he did well, which is a change because... I don't think he's been good enough for us and it was a shame to see Matthews get a, a knock and not be playing. Um but also obviously Pierce with, with his fitness, I know before he couldn't do um like the two games quite quickly like that. But I think he's the ideal player to deal with, someone like Matt Smith who's a who's a tall striker. Um, and who will deal with loads of crosses coming into the box like that. So, I mean, he's a top goal scorer in the league, and it seems like um, Michael Smith, sorry, not Matt Smith. That was a player yesterday for um, Donny. But, um, yeah, I think Pierce loves a player like that, someone who he can have a real battle with. So, hopefully, he can be fit enough to play, um, and maybe if he is tiring towards the end, Deji's there to come on. But, um, yeah, I think it's his type of player to play against, so that might be the only worry, but... Other than that, hopefully we've got the same team because they were really exciting Yes, and, as we said, could have got more. So, as Nath said, they've got confidence going into the game and, and that's really good going into a into a tough game. So, yeah, looking forward to it.
4: Excellent stuff. Right, we've uh, gone over time, so we shall uh, call it a day there. Thanks for everyone who's tuned in to the show uh, this evening and, and got involved with your tweets and your emails or, or talking uh, to us in the fans. Bar, thank you to Benji and to Nath for joining me on the show. Cheers, boys. Cheers, mate. Good to speak to you by family. Mendes. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday.
0: <laughs>
11: no silly questions now, you. Connor, do you know your solo sounds like that? Um, <laughs> <laughs>